And welcome to another edition of Out of Bounds with Brandon Lawrence. I am Carlo Kellum, coming to you live from 1450 Studios on this lovely Wednesday evening. Got a lot to talk about today uh, in today's news, but as you, as you can see in the opening intro, we played a little bit of the Ultimate Warriors music. And for those of you who don't know, Brandon's over at Chuckling right now. Uh, the Warrior, Ultimate Warrior died today, or actually yesterday he passed away. Uh, just days after being inducted into the uh, WWE Hall of Fame. So I'm a huge Ultimate Warrior fan. Jim Helwig, a.k.a. known as the Ultimate Warrior. He actually had his name changed to The Warrior in real life. I didn't know if you knew that or not, Brandon Lawrence. I just I just, you just learn out. something. You learn something new every day. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, if you heard his, his, his emotional speech uh, Saturday at the Hall of Fame, and then he uh, made his first appearance on this past Monday Night Raw after, I think, 18 years away from the ring. Well, not away from the ring, but away from WWE. Wow. It's been 18 years since he's been on Monday Night Raw. And then he dies a day later. But he gave like one of those speeches where he kind of knew his time had came up. He righted the ship with WWE, got an ambas- ambassador deal. And uh, I don't know. It was just It's just everything that happened in the last 24 to 48 hours. Yeah, I mean, I grew up, you know, I like I watched the Ultimate Warrior, but you know. Wrestling thinks, I, like, I mean, Brendan thinks wrestling's fake. I watch real sports, man. But it's real. Hey, uh, Todd, if you ever, <laughs> ever found that clip of that guy crying <laughs> oh. on, the, on the web talking about how real wrestling is, Ooh, I, I want to hear Kaufman? that. Nah, there's a clip out there of this guy crying talking about how real wrestling is to him. That's how I feel right now, Oh, man. okay, yeah. It's real, damn it. It's real, man. <laughs> real. But, but in, in, in real sporty news now. Mr. Bunny's coming but, you know, we week. had to play. We had to pay the ultimate waiters his respect, man. Oh, yeah, you Great career. yeah. Beating Hulk Hogan, one of the biggest matches matches in WrestleMania history, man. Yeah. He's a he's a, a icon, a legend of many who are wrestling today. Yeah, he's better than is he better than Coco Beware? Come on, man. Of course he is. Coco superstar Beware. Tony Alice. Of course he was. Come on. Nah, man. I'm talking about on a superstar level, a wrestling level. Yeah, I mean what? Tony Alice was cool because he was you know he was the only black guy we saw on wrestling at the time. What junkyard dog too? Junkyard dog can wrestle. <laughs> what about Rocky Johnson? Could he wrestle? Rocky Johnson could wrestle. Yeah, he, yes, he, but he didn't have—he didn't Johnson. really have the charisma, though. Rocky Johnson. Yeah. What about the junkyard? Junkyard Dodd had the charisma and the gimmick, but he didn't have the skills in the ring. Oh, okay. I don't know. Kids love him. It doesn't matter. It wasn't real. Anyway. But the Ultimate Warrior passing away uh, yesterday—tragic day in uh, for the wrestling nerds out yeah. there. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, Jim he, was, Hill. was was uh, Ultimate Warrior Was he the Dingo Warrior too? He, he, he started out with uh, Steve Borden A.K.A. Sting As the Blade Runners As a tag team Blade Runner. Yeah they first came uh, Came in together They were powerlifters together They was in a weightlifting uh, <laughs> they, Seriously They was on a weightlifting Championship team Called the Powerlifters A weightlifting yeah, championship team Yeah it was team? like Five or six of them Then him and uh, So the Warrior and Sting Broke off They got into wrestling Did the, the Blade Runner gimmick they broke up, broke off, and he became the Dingo Warrior. Then I like the Dingo Warrior. The WWE. That's the same guy? Yeah, then he came to WWE. Oh, to be man, the I'm upset warrior. now. I like yeah, the, the Dingo, Dingo Warrior. Yeah, the Dingo Warrior, man. Yeah. Not the Ultimate Warrior. I like the Dingo Warrior. Same person, man. But I, but I like the Dingo better because he had, like, <laughs> different type of makeup. And he tied the stuff around his arm. He did it as the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, I didn't watch it after that. I grew up. I but anyway, a legend, an icon for many. R.I.P. to the yeah. Ultimate Warrior. National, locally respected, internationally known. Yeah, Ultimate Warrior. But in real sporting news, Brandon, what do we in got? real sporting news, hey man, look if you baseball, there's a little baseball today. The Reds finally won a game again at three and six now, three games back. It's still early. They beat the St. Louis Cardinals four to nothing. Billy Hamilton came through in a big way. The next game they've got is against um, 
They play the Devil Rays on Friday at home at 7 o'clock if you're interested. But, you know, the I gotta Red, be honest, the Reds man. got one, man. What's up? I'm usually only interested in uh, baseball during playoff season. Yeah. And the Reds usually aren't in the conversation for playoff season. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so can we talk about the teams that I in consideration for, uh, for a run this well, year early, other than man. the Reds? It's, it's early. They only play like, it's only like nine games into the season, man. So, you know, the Reds, I mean, but, you know, Dusty Baker. Um, man, he's going through depression. I know, man. I know. Well, I mean, you know, you lose your job, man. I mean, that's what happens to a lot of people. He's just, you know, on the national stage. He doesn't have a job. I mean, you know, when you do the same thing every day for years, it's a routine, and you get taken out of that routine. You know, it's just like uh, – Well, here's my advice to Dusty Baker. The dude that committed suicide off Shawshank Redemption. He loved he, – he when he let him out of jail. Remember that? Hey, my favorite quote that movie, but we didn't get this uh, queued up if we can, Todd. He's like, every man has his breaking point. Morgan Freeman. There you go. Yeah. You're right. Brooks, no doubt. Was that guy's yeah. Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, Brooks. Brooks. Every man has Brooks his Brooks hated point. to leave jail, man. He couldn't. He couldn't handle the real world. Hung himself. And then he. What did he? he before he left, he scratched in the. He scratched in the. Um. In the wood in the apartment, just like he was in jail. Brooks was here. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, it's crazy. But that's when, when they thought Andy had killed himself. You know, when he escaped. Yeah. And he was at lunch talking. He was like, every man has his breaking point, yeah. which is true. Every yeah. man at some point has a breaking point. No doubt about it. But, hey, man, go coach high school kids. Go, go, he made enough money. Go do Little League, man. Man, you know how it is, man. People, come on, man. How you going to go from, you know, 40,000, 50,000 people? Ryan Leaf did. <laughs> he had to. He was on a middle school team or something. <laughs> he had getting, to, uh, Getting Percocets from, from students. Drugs are bad, kids. <laughs> drugs are really bad. Speaking of drugs... <laughs> What's up? Speaking of drugs, let's get back into this. So uh, last week we talked about um, Jim Ursay, right? The yeah. Colts owner, um, his troubles with the law, but he's got some more stuff. He's got some more stuff going on, and we got, but we got an insider. We got our man, an insider, calling in in a couple of minutes. But we'll just give you a peek. And this is some breaking news right here. This is breaking news, man. But but here's the thing. We'll we'll let him talk about the details. The insider is going to talk about the details. But you know, here's here's something for you though, Carlo. As far as as far as uh, employment situation, how does how does Roger Goodell uh, penalize or or punish or rule on some type of punishment for his boss? Because Jim Irsay is essentially Roger Goodell's boss, right? I well, mean, he pays the salary, and that and that's what it comes to play where. The commissioner polices everything. They need some type of check and yeah. balances in that in that yeah. in that in that structure they have there. Totally they need a, a board. They need something. But right now, he has all power over everything, which has been an issue yeah. uh, oh. in the last bargaining agreement, where Roger Goodell has too much. He has too much power. But the players sign off on that stuff. Players have said that they've signed off on it. They sign off on it that you know he's the final arbiter and. And he he makes the decision whether or not to go to and arbitration. I forgot who was the last person that challenged that. Was it Von Miller? Or, I don't know. Maybe, I maybe not him. Steelers. But somebody from somebody challenged that 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 whole scenario about uh, a year yeah, ago. Yeah, maybe it was Von Miller. Uh, somebody did. I can't yeah, remember I remember. Who. I remember. But somebody that. challenged us like, "Hey, he's the final tributor." I mean, well, you know, whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, arbiter, yeah. yeah, and uh, I forgot who that was. Maybe the insider can tell us. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's uh, I, yeah. Absolutely, it was somebody that was in trouble. Maybe like Jay has. I said that, didn't I? What did you say? As a tributor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adjectives. You remember that joint? Remember yeah. that schoolhouse? Adjectives. Oh. <laughs> Yo, man. But in other news, 
we're gonna like I said, we'll get back to that Jim Irsay thing, man. But what about hey? Did you see uh you watch any? Well, you're not a big baseball guy, but you had to watch this though, Carlo, man. Ryan Braun hit three home runs yesterday, man. What do you think about that? Quite impressive. Yeah, the man who who the man who challenged the authority once and again won. Won. is smacking it back in the man's face. He won. He won. The juice is loose. He's smacking it back in the man's face right now. <laughs> the juice is loose. Well, you know, he, allegedly, you know, allegedly, he, right? He, you know, when we first met, man, I was doing the drug test. I was doing exactly what he explained in his in his first incident when he when he challenged when yeah. the when the urine was being transmitted from when it left the office in the person's trunk. Then when they take it to the the drop site, the chain of custody, the chain of custody, exactly. Now I ain't gonna lie, we've been a couple of times. I went home with that stuff in my trunk and I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I'll do it first thing in the morning. <laughs> but nobody stood to lose millions of dollars, exactly, right? and endorsed. But but he challenged that authority and uh, <laughs> and he won. Hey, but uh, check this I, out. He made I mean, a lot did, of drug testers' job miserable. I'm pretty. Did sure. anybody ever challenge? Well, successfully challenge? No, a, de- a decision that was made as far as you, nobody. Now what we did at the courthouse, uh, we uh, we did. The the, the dipstick the dipstick first, which was uh, the not a hundred percent. So if they had a uh, if they wanted to, and that's the, like the urine test. Yeah, the urine test. So we did the dipstick, and if they wanted to argue that or I say that you know that that was false, then they had the option to send in that same sample to the lab to get it tested uh, for for urinalysis. But they never did it. Yeah, it been something they did. Oh, they all and did they that. Came back but when, it, when still. you send it to the lab, that's different. When they came back to the lab, it gave you nanogram levels and you know everything that you needed to know, and there's no 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 arguing it. Right, so they no, just, yeah, they can't debate that. So actually, that's like worse for them. Yeah, you rather just say, okay, the dips. Well, we'll take the dipstick. And I'm not gonna lie, I've been t- the ch- times where the dipstick came up positive, and when you send it to the lab, came back negative. Oh, okay, that's happened before. Okay, okay. So sometimes they send it and they won, and they won on the dipstick. On the dipstick. No, not the actual lab test. That's two different things. Okay, not but the yeah. lab test. The yeah. lab test always found them. Yeah, they will find something. Okay, they yeah. always find something. A lot of they ask do at the threshold. Testing threshold. Oh, okay. yeah. For like for marijuana, the the cutoff could be. Uh, I think when I was doing it, it was twenty five nanograms, but now it may went up to like fifty. It is, and in fact, Nevada changed theirs to one fifty. And that's is that is that just that's for uh, like to compete in yes. something. So okay. basically, you can have a trace of it in your system, but it's you can not only have just, a certain amount. Yeah, a certain amount. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you can have something, but only a certain amount. Exactly. All right, I got you. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, what what more can you ask for? No argument from me there. But in Ryan Braun's case, he was challenging the authority of the chain of custody, which was the transportation of it from point A to point B to point C. And the funny thing about that, Ryan Braun, Ryan Braun, is it Ryan Braun? I keep getting mixed Ryan up Braun. with Ryan Braun. Yeah, right. But he's not playing anymore. Ryan Braun. I've <laughs> been a long time. <laughs> you, Ryan Braun, Braun's got a camp, though. He's got a throwing camp. There's a lot of good things for the community. Yeah, he's uh, he's a stand-up guy. Yeah. But um, Ryan Braun, Ryan Braun, Challenge, like you said, he challenged the, uh, the 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 authenticity, the chain of custody, and um, and of course he he won it, but in his in his case, you know, it, it was well, it was a whole lot, it was a whole lot of, uh, it was a whole lot more, a whole lot more at stake, in uh, with 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 Brian Ryan millions, uh, millions of dollars, millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, millions. we need to get that uh, that primetime players uh, queued up too, Todd. <laughs> Millions of dollars. You know what I'm talking about? Nah, okay. Hey, did you did you did did you <laughs> speaking of you said millions of dollars, you say prime time. Speaking of prime time, did you hear what he said, man? About Johnny Manziel? Nah. He said Johnny <laughs> they were asking him whether or not to um they were asking him whether or not the Houston Texans should pick him as the first pick. 
And he said, you Absolutely know. Absolutely not. He said he said they should because he'll put butts in the seats. Of course, you know, he went to A&M down there. Yeah. At, uh, where is A&M? Uh, Texas, uh, Texas. College Station. Oh, yeah. College, yeah, yeah. college Station. <laughs> so, but, uh, well, of course it's Texas. What do you got, <laughs> Alabama a <laughs> Yeah, he went to Alabama. Florida A&M, the Rattlers. Yeah, that's right. Johnny Manziel played for the Rattlers, man. <laughs> that halftime show was great. But, um. No, what he said was he said that uh you know and then then they asked him about they asked him about uh his um you know Manziel's off the field stuff and he said the owners probably you know owners might have trouble with Johnny Manziel because he's got ghetto tendencies. Wow, that's what he said. He said he's got ghetto tendencies. You know I understand what Deion San- Sanders is saying, but yeah. sometimes you just don't air that type of information to the public. If you want to call into the Oxmo Ford Leaking Buzz Line five zero two three eight four fourteen fifty once again. 502-384-1450. If you got questions, questions or comments. We'll be right back with Out of Bounds. Brandon Lawrence, Carlo Kellum. Right back. What's up, what's up, we're back More Out of Bounds, man That's my man, Jimi Hendrix Can't be denied Look, uh, speaking of Jimi Hendrix You ever heard of uh, Gary Clark Jr., Carlo? Yes, I have You heard him You heard, You heard? heard him play? Yes, I have Does he remind you of Jimi Hendrix? Or? I don't have a clue who you're talking about Who is this guy? <laughs> you know, Gary Clark Jr., man He's like a new new uh, some, young some blues new age, dude on the uh, scene so if he's a, Okay, I'll check no, him no, out No, he's a young dude He came in headliners last year He's a young black dude. He's from uh, So he's Texas. like a local act. I see these local rappers riding around the van. Nah, and, you man. Know, he's legit, like that. man. Okay. You know, he opened up. He got came, his own record label? He came to, uh, he got an album out. He's okay. got an album right. out. Um, he came out, he came to Headliners last year. He played with Clapton. He played with, uh, he's, he played for some heavy dudes, I dig man. some Clapton, man. I like Eric Clapton. Yeah, he's heavy, man. Check him out. Gary Clark Jr., man. Look him up on, uh. I don't know what you got. You got iTunes, Google, or something? Nah, none of that stuff, man. Yeah, dude, check him out, man. He's cold. He's cold, man. But um, uh, there you go, baby. Bright lights, big city. Gary Clark Jr. Todd knows him. That's the man, man. He's the man. He's the new. He's the new Jimi Hendrix. New age Jimi Hendrix. Not as heavy, but you know, he's the new age Jimi Hendrix. But check this out, man. You know, we'll, we'll keep on this baseball theme, right? That Carlo loves so much, since it is baseball. What, what we got, man? The, 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 don't forget about the Riverbats this Saturday, Thunder Over the Oval. Riverbats. Go to the game and watch the fireworks. There you Can't go. Can't beat that. Can't beat it, man. Uh, yeah, it's going to be, hopefully everything will be cool down there. <laughs> no trouble. We don't want no trouble. I'm sure it'll be heavily policed for the we whole event. We don't want no trouble down there at the waterfront, y'all. No trouble. But, I mean, look, on this baseball thing, Adam Jones, right? Adam Jones of the Oreos had a game yesterday against the New York Yankees. Is that and, Pac-Man? Uh, huh? Is that Pac-Man? Nah, man. Oh, the- <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's another Adam Jones. That's a common name, right? 
Adam Jones plays for the Florida Orioles. Uh, a fan ran on the field during the game yesterday when they played the Yankees. And, um, he, you know, he was pretty adamant. He was pretty ups- upset about that. And he was pretty adamant that, you know, about fans being on the field. And he tweeted he tweeted, uh, tweeted some stuff about it and said that um, they should have let – well, somebody tweeted what he said, a quote that he had. And they said, Adam Jones said they should let us have a shot to kick them with our metal spikes. He must have lost so last stupid. night. Yeah, he lost. Okay. Yeah, of All course right. they lost. It's the Yankees. Now, know? now did this Oreos. was was this this act uh, cost them lose cost them to lose the game no. or it had nothing to do with the game? No, it had nothing to do. No, with okay, the game. he's now, been a, now. He, Carlos, this time ties into wrestling because yeah. when a fan jumps the barricade, what happens, Carlos? They should be arrested. No, they get beat the, up. The wrestler has the right of way. And the wrestler can pretty much do what he wants to do. To him. So, be the, tough, so man. now this is coming from uh, this is actually a valid. This is valid, right? It's coming from the commission. It's an unwritten rule. Unwritten. Oh, unwritten rule. Okay. Yeah, I mean, right. you. Can, I mean, that's the workplace. <laughs> that's the workplace. If you're not invited, and that's what Adam Jones said. He said, "Look, man, we come to work, man." And this, he went on to say, um, "You know, the the fans come there for us. We don't come there for them." <laughs> I mean, what's you know? He's got a point. He's he, you don't he, know if he's posing a threat or that's, not. That's exactly what he said, man. He said because because you remember that guy that got beat up. Uh, the the first baseman was it? Uh, not Larry Boa. It was a first base coach. Uh, I think he played for the Royals. And a father and son just whooped this dude's butt, man. I remember like that. a couple years yeah, ago. They got years. on the field and they mauled him, man. Before right. anybody well, got well, to him, you well, don't know their intentions. You that's, that's, yeah, you don't know. He said he don't know if they're gonna give us. This is what he said. They don't know if you're gonna. They're gonna give us gummy bears or a shot in the butt. That's well, what, what about the nitwit at the Arkansas game that ran on the court and tried to fight one of the Harrison twins? I didn't see that. You didn't see that? No. Nah. Yeah. yeah, you see Yeah, they were. In they, Arkansas? Yeah, it was a pitch them squared out. Some nitwit. <laughs> some nitwit. Oh, after the game. Yeah, after the game. I did see that. But still, it that. goes for after the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the game, they shouldn't yeah. be allowed to do that. That's I why t- they shouldn't yeah. be allowed to storm the court after the game in, bas- in college basketball. Now, you they guys should, yeah, you got let the players get off there first. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. And when I went to the bowl game in Orlando for Louisville, Miami, you went to that game. Yeah, I, I did photography for that game. Front row seat, man. Yeah, I was right there, man. Yeah, I mean, Snapping I, away. I, mean, I, got, some, I got some good shots. Five people at that game. <laughs> Orlando, the Miami and Florida State game. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, not Florida State. I mean, Miami, Louisville, and, uh, Miami. Miami. Louisville, yeah. Miami. Louisville, Miami. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know. I didn't know these. But, but I went to that game, and they only allowed certain people to rush the field uh, after the people. game was over. Yeah. Like you, I, you, you had how did have, you? How did you select? I don't. I just saw. I just saw how the the security had it barricaded uh, off, and they had like a row of people that were allowed to come out on the field when the game was over. So it was like a stage rushing. Yeah, I think most of them was probably just families <laughs> and you know some uh, type of special Oh, okay, pass. okay. Yeah, yeah. I got you. They yeah. just they didn't just let anybody just rush out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, back then in again, the day, it's Louisville. Ain't nobody gonna rush out there anyway. <laughs> you know what? They got a. Uh, it's a thirty for thirty coming up on that with the, like the English cats that uh, the English cats that um, that did the uh. The 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 British soccer or whatever. It's a thirty thirty coming on about okay. that. Like twenty people died or something like that during the stage rush. Okay. I mean not the stage, but the field rush. And they do that all the time. You know, you see you see the the the, the foreign countries, man. That's what they do, man. They go buck wild out there, man. No doubt about it. But check it out. We got I told you we told you that uh we got the insider. We got our insider on the um our inside man. That's what we call him. Like from Denzel, the inside man, that all Spike right, Lee joint. Right. With uh, Clive Owen and them. So what's the this? inside so man? What, what was Denzel's character name in that? I don't know. That's what, what we're gonna start calling him. 
I'm looking up well, right now. Yeah, look at that's what we going. That's the nickname we going to give. We going. We, we everybody's got a nickname around here, man. Nobody really goes by that legal name. But the inside man, what's my name? Yeah, what's yours? It's big time, baby. Big time. Yeah, because that's my BT grandfather. B T Brian Lawrence. Huh? B T Brandon Lawrence. B T baby, all day. That's what my grandfather. My grandfather's name was Big Time. I just took it. What is Carlos? Carlos? Nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got a caller on the uh, Baltimore Lincoln Ford tip line. So it's the inside man. What's up, baby? Welcome to the show, inside man. Okay, well, thank you, thank y'all. Great show there. Very enjoying it, man. Enjoying listening to y'all show last week. felt like I need to call in for some of the topics y'all talked about last week. Most know so that I'm the Jim Ursay. What's going on with the Jim Ursay thing, man? It's bigger than what it really seemed, right? Hey, we just talked about we just we let we teased it a little bit. We told everybody that you were going to call in and um and 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 give us some insight on it. Yeah, what's what's happening with this thing? We know he got pulled over with thirty thousand dollars and some pills, but it was something some some other things transpired after that that uh you know was with, with, with some uh with some other people. Well, give us a scoop on that inside, man. Yeah, what what happened was it seemed like he was messing with the sister of his personal masseuse who was found dead in her apartment on March on March the 1st. Now, they said that Ursa had some ties with this young lady, and when people came to the house, they saw pictures of Ursa hanging out with this young lady. Okay. So, that lady, you know, <laughs> so, my, so my thing is, you know, the NFL needs to be very careful because they talk about guilty by association, you know, Right. I ain't gonna bring up the Deshaun Jackson thing. They talk about who he's hanging around that's a good and point. things of that nature. But you got Earthway hanging around known drug dealers, and that's not the and that's not the only key. This young lady has been tied up with another person who actually died of a drug overdose. Wow! You know, so wow. Earthway gonna have to do some explaining. <laughs> <laughs> explaining. No, 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 check it. Check. How how does this thing? Check it out. How how does this thing? How does this thing work? Because essentially, Jim Ursay is one of uh, one of your man Robert Roger Goodell's bosses, right? Boss, exactly. You know, Goodell is known for always coming down hard on the players. Right. So this is going to be interesting to see how he how he going to handle this with him being you know because the, the the owners pays his salary, which is a help. <laughs> the owners pays his salary. A very helpful. Exactly. The owners pays his salary, so you know once he get out of rehab, he gonna have to answer these questions like why he's hanging out with this person. You know how do they know each other? You know they see they know each other because of the mas- his sister. Her sister was his masseuse, but you know <laughs> the thing is, but how did the drugs get involved in it? So it's gonna be questions that's gonna be raised. I was reading the article that was talking about they're gonna. I was they're probably gonna ask questions like. Who was he getting the drugs from? Who was she getting the drugs from? Right. So this is very interesting when he get out of rehab, you know. Yeah. Uh, he's in rehab right now? <laughs> well, yeah. He's in rehab right, probably for the criminal thing, right? Yeah, he's in, he's in rehab for, you know, for for his drug issue. You know, back in 2002, 2002 he did it. You know, he came out and said that he was having some issues with drugs and pain pills. And then in 2010, he did an interview with USA Today. Saying that he, you know, he had gave that stuff up, but then then turn around here, three years later he gets popped and 
pulled over and refused to take the blood alcohol test, so they had to order a warrant to get him to take the blood alcohol test because he was too drunk to stand up. He couldn't even stand up. They said if it wasn't for the two officers there, he would have failed. You know? <laughs> so, and then, <laughs> exactly, then, you know, you got to think about the safety of other people, not only him, and on, on a serious note, you got to think about the, the safety of him. You know, he put other people's lives at Jeffrey when you do that. Exactly. You know? So it's, exactly. it's going to be very interesting to see how Rogers Dale Handle this. What y'all take on that? How, how y'all think he should handle it? Well, Mark, that's, a, that's an interesting question. How can, I mean, you, what can you find him? He has unlimited money. So basically, I think what exactly. he should do is, is get, get him away from the team. Uh, he shouldn't be allowed around the team. I think it'll hurt him more than finding him. Oh, yeah. So spend him away exactly. from the team, have somebody else be there until he gets his legal matter settled. And, and I agree with what you're saying because you got to get you got a lot of young athletes that's coming up and go to these rookie symposiums where they get the owners and former players because they tell them how to behave and try to exhibit the kind of behaviors that they want them to um, exhibit. But when they're going out, especially Jim Irsay, how can his players take him serious with anything he says? How can he find them <laughs> for drugs if he can't steal with drugs? But he's doing the same thing. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know? yeah, that's, so that's it's going to be, and I, and I agree that. I would, and I, I agree with, I agree with you. I, I wouldn't even let him have him around the team because, I mean, you find him. What's that going? That's slap on the wrist, him. He got billions, you know. So, right. so what's going to happen? It's going to be very interesting. My next thing, he was able to get in rehab so quick. Is this for a cover up to try to protect himself from going to jail, or, or is he really going yeah. to rehab to try to get? That's protecting yeah. him from jail, you know protecting from him making a statement to the media. It keeps him quiet for the moment until exactly. his, his legal team figure out what's exactly. going on. Wow. Exactly. I didn't even think about that, so, man. So, I mean, this is crazy. That, I mean, yeah, that can be very interesting, you know, because he, yeah. he was in rehab, you know, and I, I was reading up. I, I never could find a place to be in rehab at. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I was, is he really in rehab? <laughs> it ain't, what's the Betty Ford Clinic? <laughs> ain't it Betty Ford? Whatever, what's it called? What's the, wait, what's the, what's the place of commercial? Was Ford, I mean. They got a commercial for something like the, 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 uh, the I don't know, some place like... Uh, some spiritual places up in the mountains in California. Joe Osteen or something. <laughs> and you know, to, hey, hey, inside, inside, man, you check this out. We we had a question: Who was the guy, the NFL guy, that challenged Roger Goodell his authority last year? I think he suspended him. Was that uh, that was the the the, the linebacker from the Saints, right? Ah, oh, it sure was. Yep. What's his name? Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, he got suspended was. with yeah. that bounty. The bounty. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan Vilma. Because Roger Goodell is the final say so, and that's not right. Yeah, it was Jonathan Vilma. Jonathan Vilma. him because of those issues. And, you know, and not only that's a lot of players that have that have issues with Roger Goodell because they feel like, you know, this man makes all this money, but we we do one little thing. We hit somebody wrong. We do this thing. You want to find us $100,000. Most noticeably, you know, a lot of the players, like James Harrison, are very vocal about his dislikes of um, Roger Goodell, yeah. him, and Ryan Clark. A lot of players, they, they talk about it. So this is going to be very interesting to see how – Roger Goodell. Hey, why you got to bring up the Steelers, I, I, man? I, I, so, so what do they do with this money? Is it going to charity? If it's going to charity, I really don't have a problem with it. If it's all going to charity. Where is this money going say. once they found it? That's what they said. They said it goes to charity. <laughs> yeah, that's what, what charity? they say. They said it goes to charity. But I don't know what charity is going to, you know. So, um, Black tie dinner you the owner of the team. You're supposed to set the example. You know, in, in my workplace, in y'all workplace, if my if my director is going out getting DUIs and getting caught with drugs, how can you discipline an employee for doing the same thing? 
you can't have a double standard there. Yeah, and I you bet know, you, yeah, so it seems like it's going to be interesting to see how this all go down. Yeah, you know, so I just it's you know, and not only that, you know, y'all touched on something last week that was real, real that, that came to mind. The the, the drugs issue that's all going out, you know, it's gonna be, it's trafficking. That's a charge, isn't it? Y'all talked about that. Yeah, yeah. That's be some kind of that's another charge, trafficking. You know, he got a lot of issues that he's dealing with. You know, you get power twenty nine thousand dollars cash. You got pills in the to the car, you got pills in another briefcase, two bags of pills, and they said it was all color pills. There ain't no telling what he had. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's on the matrix. He's on the matrix, the red, the blue. Yeah. And I guess Roger yeah. Goodell suffering from affluenza. Yeah. And this, the, the lady named, um, the lady who died? Yeah. The lady who, who died was Kimberly Wondrum. You know, if if you read up on her, she had, she had a lot of issues dealing with drugs, she dealt with a lot of bad people. So how did her, you know, they say he got, got involved with the bias masseuse, but, you know, you got to be careful who you're hanging around. You got to start say, taking pictures with her. You know, yeah, right. it's a good like point, that. man. Deshaun Jackson throwing up the West Side sign that says a gang sign. You know, he's, uh, yeah. I don't, yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it should apply to, it should apply to both. You know, you want to, goes both ways. Exactly. You, you want, you want to discipline Deshaun, you know. And to me, see, I'm a nut. It's like the Eagles was looking for a reason to get rid of Deshaun. Yeah. You know, I, they didn't want to pay that healthy salary coming up. Next, I think it had to do with the this, salary. This following year, so. And also, he didn't. Chip, yeah. Chip, Co- I mean, Chip. Uh, I was about to say Chip Cosby. Chip Kelly Chip didn't get God. his respect. For some reason, Deshaun Jackson did not respect Chip Kelly. For, I'm pretty sure he had probably had a good reason for it. I'm but sure. you know, he respected the likes of Andy Reid and yeah. respect the other older coaches. But for some reason, Chip Kelly couldn't earn his respect. No. And I think it was the main reason why right. he got and rid of him. And, and that's probably true. And, you know, because see, the thing is, he couldn't, he felt like, hey, if he can get away with being late to meetings and he's my star player as a coach, a young coach that's coming into the NFL, he got to set the example to show his team, say, hey, you know, this is a prime example for me to get rid of Deshaun Jackson, say, hey, he's been late for two or three meetings. But in actuality, you know, it was the salary. They didn't want to pay that ten million the next year and the other ten million the following year. So they start talking about he was associated with gangs. He wasn't associated with anything. Is he grew up with these guys? You know that's all. That's what he know. You know my thing is you have to. I grew up with. Guys. I can't turn my back on them when they go through things, but I also have to be smart how I associate myself with them as well. You know. Exactly. So, very those, interesting. Yeah, those are some good points inside, man. We appreciate you calling in, brother. And we're gonna have you know we're gonna have you calling in time from time to time with the inside scoop. Keith Frazier, the inside man. That was his name in the movie. Yeah, Keith Frazier, Detective Keith Frazier. Keith Frazier. Hey, y'all doing good things up there, man. And you know what? You know what I like about your show the most. You, you hear that you talk about things that most people don't talk about. They don't. They skip, they're, they're afraid to touch on the subject. You know that's good. I appreciate y'all doing it. I'm staying tuned in. Thanks. I appreciate Thanks, it, man. All right. Later. Yeah, that's the inside man, Keith Frazier, man. That's our man. That's good stuff, man. That whole situation with Ursay and, and those women. Woo. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back without a bounce.
And welcome back to Out of Bounds. Brandon J. Lawrence, Carlo Kellum, coming to you live via afternoon, evening drive home. A lot of great topics we talk about today. Had some interesting stuff with Ursay, man. I can't believe that, man. That's a, can't wait to see how that turns out here in the next few weeks or months, yeah. months or so. That's what cool. comes out of it. Because if they're not going to say anything about it, we will hear it on Out of Bounds. Oh, yeah. We haven't really heard a whole lot about it. It's kind of, you know, kind of, uh, kind of. Because uh, if this was, uh, you know, like I said, Deshaun Jackson or somebody else, man, it'd have been all over the news. No doubt, man. I mean, you know, I mean, it's one of those types but of But they said they want to talk about Michael Sams and Jason Collins <laughs> and, you know. Man, it's the world. Or oh, oh, what's the new guy's name? Uh, Derek Johnson? Ah, for my alma mater, yeah. WKU, you brought that up. Derek Gordon, former Derek WKU, Gordon. Uh, West Kentucky University, uh, I think basketball player, has came out of the closet. Former Michael Kidd Grillcrest high school teammate. So yeah. They played together in Jersey. Can't forget New Jersey. What's up with all the brothers coming out, man? I don't know, <laughs> man. Uh, um, you know, maybe they, I guess you can look at it in the positive. It's a... Uh, a leader, you know, they're the leading the pack, leading the way for uh, equality and uh, and and what else is it? equality? It's equality, right? Fairness, fairness. Um, but in fairness, in fairness, we got to talk. We got we got to talk about this Oscar Pistorius thing, man. Even though it's over there in South Africa. What's the latest on that, man? The latest on that is this cat is uh, this cat. Somebody said this cat. This cat is uh. Somebody just texted me something about they asked about the Kentucky Extreme, and and uh, yeah, but anyway. they said somebody Kentucky Extreme. Yeah, is Ooh. it? Huh? Somebody Ooh. just texted. Oh, me. oh, the Lotus Guns Works text line four one four fourteen fifty. We just got a text in asking about the Kentucky Extreme. Yeah, Victor Cole is a good friend of mine. I'm not sure. I know they moved their uh their games over to uh the soccer facility on Westport. Okay, but uh, I don't think they're at Freedom Hall anymore. But again, we'll get more info on that next week. Yeah, we'll get we'll get you we'll get you that. Go on, question, on their website, whoever put that text in. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> um, we'll get we'll get we'll get that information for you. But this cat Pistorius, man, he took the stand yesterday, which is kind of weird, you know, because usually, well, you know, no, yeah, yeah. OJ didn't take the stand, did he? He just tried gloves on. Yeah, he just tried on the gloves, which was a colossal fail. For the for the pro, for the uh, prosecution. For those of you don't know, Darden Brandon J. Lawrence Clark. is our residence lawyer here, so he knows what he's talking about. That's right, baby. Isn't anything, true, anything personal injury malpractice? Isn't it true, Brandon? If the blades fit, you must acquit. <laughs> if the blade, if the blades fit, you must acquit. As <laughs> <laughs> a South African, is that good? Is that yeah, right? it was good. Man. If the blades quit, you must. If the blades fit, you must acquit. So, my lady, they call the judge my lady. Oh, it's a lady judge. It's a female because there's no jury over there. My um, lady. In this, in this case. So, yeah, Oscar Pistorius is like, my lady, my lady. It's a black lady because it's South Africa, you know, the majority black. So he's like, my lady. It's, it's crazy to listen to, the, to, his, to his testimony, man. Now, I'll ask so, a real quick question. Yeah. Is it true that if you're innocent, you want a bench trial? Or, I mean, a, uh, a bench trial, and if you're guilty, you want a jury trial? Is that Kind of the rule, or it just depends who the judge is. How comfortable your lawyer is with the judge. Okay. I mean, because the judge usually, the um, the theory is that the judge will take out all the emotion, right? Uh, you know, has the ability to withdraw the emotion from their body and just listen to like the legal argument. Sorry for bringing it up. Just oh no, side that's, note. that's a good question though, because I mean, in this, in this is pertinent to this trial because it's just it's just the judge. There's no jury. 
you know, and it's like you know, it's one of those. Uh, I guess, I guess uh, he didn't believe. Does, well, he, no, does no. he have enough money to buy the judge? I don't man. Did he make enough money doing the. Olympics? They say it's kind of ruthless <laughs> over there. I yeah, don't know, ruthless. man. You know, very ruthless. I don't know. So let me ask you this: Hey, the millions of dollars, <laughs> what? millions of dollars, millions of dollars. Bling bling, everybody get that joint. Bling bling, every time I come around the city. So bling, what's bling. the time period in between when they when the uh, the neighbors heard screams and the gunshots? You know what? That's the thing, right? That's that's like, like I mean, they, if it was like five minutes before the shots, then yeah, he had to know she was there. Hey man, they had but, a bunch of they had countless witnesses coming up on this thing. And the witnesses say without fail that they heard screams before, female screams, okay? Now, the only question is, was it an argument that they were having or before? Or was she getting shot? Or was she getting, exactly. Was she getting, what, was this after the shot or before the shot? And they say it was before the shot that they heard female screams. So, you know, the, I guess that leads, circumstantially, that leads you to believe that he knew that it was a female in there, in that room, and I mean, you know, like we were talking about, off, we talk, me and Todd were talking off the air. This is like this guy's in a gated community, um, you know, and he's got security. So what's, I mean, when you Carlo, if I'm in the bed, you, I'm in the bed with my wife, okay, and I, I hear something, I hear something bumping, go bumping the night. My wife's not in the bed. The first thing I'm gonna do naturally, the first thing I'm gonna do is get my gun, is get my shotgun to shoot through the. Um, but if, if she's in the, the bed, or if she's not in the if bed. If she's not in the bed, I'm gonna shoot through the. I'm gonna <laughs> shoot into the room that I heard the noise in. That's what I'm gonna do. Well, I'm you gonna, don't know who's in the house. Could be a kid getting up. It could be you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. But if your wife is in the bed with you, in this case, his girlfriend. If she started off in the bed, she didn't like stumble in drunk after he went to sleep. Apparently, they went to sleep together. And your wife is out of the bed. Man, he just needs to man up and say he killed this girl. Man, I was his family when he gave his little testimonial the other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would have got you, up in. It would have yeah. been one of those uh, court scenes, uh, yeah. things you see on True TV. If that would have happened in what, what part of the country? If that would happen in, like, uh, I don't know, Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> Detroit, Michigan. Man, they would have ran all over the, uh, they would have ran all over the bailiff and everything. They would have ran over my lady. And then and tackled and got Oscar, man. Took his they would have whooped him with his blades, man. <laughs> I wonder what kind of blades does he have? Is like when he dresses up, does he so have like, this, uh, you you're the resident lawyer. So when he goes if, once he's in goes to prison or whatever, can he use those artificial legs in prison? Or will they take those away from because that's considered a weapon. He can kill himself <laughs> with it, right? He like, will have he, the he name Shorty. Or is he or is he or is he going is he going to a Mandela type of prison or is he going to a, a reservation? <laughs> is he type gonna of put prison? him on Robin Island? Yeah, is he going to Mandela man. prison? They shut Robin Island down. Because if he's going to Mandela prison, he's gonna probably commit suicide. You think so? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. they to be breaking bricks. They yeah. Break, yeah, yeah. So I mean, are they gonna allow are they gonna allow those legs in the in the prisons? Is my that's my question. I don't know. I, oh, hey, you remember that? Hey, that reminds me. What is that movie? Is that Trading Places where Eddie Murphy's like, I have no legs? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It's great. It's, great. it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> oh, man. Poor Oscar. Oscar. Give us us free Oscar. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess you, you, you say he's guilty. No question, right? He'll 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 get convicted. I don't know. They say his money might get him off, man. Over there in uh over there in South Africa. I don't even know what what is it, the Quran what is, what is the Krugerrand? Does they they still have the Krugerrand? The Krugerrand. 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 Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who knows, man? Who knows what's going over there in South Africa? But we're gonna know. But we know this much. If he had three hundred and fourteen million dollars, like the SEC made last year, he'll he'd be fine. 
I don't know if he's got that much money though. Because he's because see his money he's he's not a, he's supposed to be performing. I think that he was like he had appealed to the judge to um to still you know be able to compete because that's how he makes his money. I don't believe he make he I don't think he makes money if uh if he doesn't run, you know, because he's still in his twenties I believe, twenty six, twenty seven, something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if he competes in short track or whatever, but um, that's a lot of money for the SEC. Three hundred fourteen in one money. year, That's a lot of one money. conference, and they didn't make the most. They said the Big Ten made the most. So I wonder how many facilities these schools are building on campus with, with this money. You know, but, that's twenty two million dollars per but, school, man. But what was the comment the kid said? From was it UConn or was he? Oh uh, Napier, Napier. When he said yeah. that he uh, goes to bed hungry every night. Hungry. Come on, man. I would. Yeah, I was friends with a lot of athletes, man. That's one thing they didn't do. They did not starve. Yeah. They did not starve. They ate good every day. I was starving. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah I was yeah, starving. That's, that's got to be. Come on, man. You're you're a big time basketball player. I mean, you know, man, I lived off ninety nine cent Big Macs for like uh, on, like three or four months at one point, man. Right. I didn't have nothing to eat. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. If you don't have the ninety nine or two for twos, everybody starves because it's not enough between the time you eat. I think the calf closes at what like seven or eight. Man, you get four Big Macs for 99 cents, put please. two in the refrigerator. They don't let you take any food out. You know, man. the other thing when you're that store, store of the magnitude, if you went out to eat, don't you think people would want to buy you dinner? Man, this money's no good there, man. Just just like you, Brandon. People are wanting to buy you dinner everywhere you go. That's right, man. That's why, I'm, that's why I gained so much weight, man. There you go. Uh, they don't, they, giving me extra, they giving me extra French fries, extra curly fries, extra satis fries, extra freedom fries. Big Slurpees. Yeah, big Slurpees, man. And the Carlos usually one buying them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carlos buys all the, all my food, man. My money's no good when I'm whenever I'm going going around running around with Carlo, man. But I mean, I don't, you know. Hey, maybe he's got a point. But like, like you said, Carl, we went to. Yeah, I mean, we went yeah. to school. You know, it's. I, got, I, I don't think you have a problem getting any food. I got one thing, man. You know, we usually don't talk about this, which, anyway. is, which is makes our show dynamic in Louisville. We don't talk UK, U of A. Oh, but I got one thing no. to say because it's related to the NBA. Okay. Louisville friends better get on their knees. Louisville fans better get on their knees and pray to God that Calabri- Calipari goes to the Lakers because if not, y'all won't beat us for a very long time. That's a fact. Nah. nah. I, I believe that. They next won't year, be cause they won't beat the us for a whack. long time. Long time. So next they better team, pray he leaves. Yeah. Next and then year. we go through a transition phase. I mean, and the thing about it, I mean, we're going to, if he leaves, we'll get a great coach anyway. I don't doubt that. I mean, it's going to be tough to, it's going to be like. It's going to be different. It'll be different. It'll be different. But, yeah. That's all I wanted to say regarding UK, yeah. UFL, man. So what do you think about him coaching the Lakers if that does happen? You know, it's all speculation, It's got to be better the than Tony, man. It's got to be anything's better than Dan But it's Tony. the Lake show, and I'm sure they'll throw him a lot of money. And that's a very tempting offer. I, I, I wouldn't blame him for leaving. I wouldn't either. I Any other school, I would, but the Lakers, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame, blame them. I wouldn't blame them at all. I mean, you know, you gotta do, you gotta feed your family. <laughs> That's what I said. Spreewell said that. <laughs> he said, "You gotta feed my family, man." I mean, you, you gotta feed your family, man. You Chris know. Weber said that too. Did Weber say uh, that? Yeah, but he had a lot of families. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chris Webb. C. Webb. Can I get yeah, a big What's up with that commercial? That, yeah, we, we put that grown man on his neck like that, man. Yeah, man. Anything, what's up with that? Is that, must, is that? is that considered the wearing the dress conspiracy? Well, that's what Dion said. It must be the money, right? Ain't that a song? Must be the money. But, I, you know, I, can I get a big king? I like that, though. You don't like that commercial? That's kind of... Yeah. do my my, uh, my Fred Sanford. Well, for him putting <laughs> the man or the man getting on his neck? Both. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Do my little Fred Sanford. Can't you know? Shaky. Can't see us. Yeah, shaky man. Shaky, shaky. 
But yeah, man, we're coming to a close. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we talked about a bunch of stuff, man. Um, you know, but every Wednesday, every Wednesday, 6 p.m. for your evening drive home, out of bounds. Nothing is out of bounds on this show. We're going to talk about everything and anything related to sports, but we're going to give a, a different angle, not so much the statistics and the uh, the numbers, but we're going to give you the, try to give you the inside scoop, the uh, social stuff, you know, the stuff that that uh, that you want to hear. Is you, is me, Carlo Kellum, and uh, this week who was the guy's name? Frazier. Keith Frazier. Keith Frazier. Detective Freak. Keith Frazier. And Todd bringing us the breaking news. Todd, what are we gonna do? Yeah, we hey. gonna close it out. We out. We out, baby. We gonna we'll give Todd's gonna give us the outro later next week. <laughs>